Another episode of Soapbox on 2XXFM and Sydney Nation Nationwide. It's Sean here, and this week I got the privilege of talking to Priscilla and Renee from Dancing Goddesses. They're the vice president and president of Dancing Goddesses, which is an organization that works with women from all different kinds of backgrounds to um, create a community of love and support and connection through dance. So I was lucky enough to speak to them recently uh, as they were in the throes of organising an event. So I hope you enjoy my conversation with them. Thank you both very much for coming along this afternoon. So I want to hear a little bit from you both. Um, how and when did the idea for Dancing Goddesses come about? So it started at the end of 2011, 2000 and into 2012. Mm. Um, I was dancing with a group of ladies and we thought that dancing provided us with a lot of self-confidence. We've seen each other grow and we've seen a lot of people just blossom and grow more confident. So we decided it would be a good way to just address the issue of women who cannot attend classes and just be able to provide free classes for them. That would make a difference. Um, Personally, it helped me through a very bad period bad relationships and just feeling in a, in a bad place myself. So dancing with my sisters gave me the strength I needed mm-hmm. to just surmount all that and just feel better in my skin. And um, once you'd kind of come up with that initial idea, how did you then, um, did you just discuss it as a group? Like what was the process that you had to go through to make it a reality? We discussed it as a group and we all shared the same passion for helping other women just get into dancing and we were very lucky that there was the pioneering group who wanted to dedicate time and resources and effort to set up something, a not-for-profit, in a formal fashion and raise funds, that initial fundraising activity to just help us just get more funds in and have activities that we can share with other women. Um, and if you, either of you, could summarise the vision or goals of Dancing Goddesses or even things that are particularly important to you um, in the organisation, what would you say that would be? Um, I guess the main vision of Dancing Goddesses is bringing uh, quite a, a form of dancing, so belly dance, which is traditionally about women getting together and celebrating and I think that that brings a lot of joy and comfort and so I guess for Dancing Goddesses in particular the vision is to try and provide that environment to help with confidence building, self-esteem, rebuilding like I think that um, or even just providing some time out. Um, You might have trauma that you're dealing with, you might have a relationship breakdown, you might have physical um, limitations on movement that we, we're really grateful to work with. Um, I think that that's I think that's the vision to try and bring that joy to other people and that might not always have the funds or the ability to get there themselves. Um, 
And so you did, when you were starting out, did you have um, sort of a, I guess, a demographic or a certain group of women that you wanted to work with or did you really wanted to open up to, to everyone? We started with thinking that domestic violence victims would be a good first target group and we first talked to uh, their refuge and they were really excited because they were paying, they had a grant which they used the money to pay for belly dance classes and that had just run out so they thought oh perfect if you ladies set up something we definitely send our participants. Unfortunately at the time, shortly around the time when we were going to launch that first class, that series of classes, there were government cuts to their funding, so that fell through. So we had to reassess how we access participants. Then we decided, well, it's about being inclusive, it's about promoting women and self-esteem, so then we opened it up to a broader group. So that includes um, people with disabilities, women on low income, and um, do you think that, is there, a, obviously, apart from being personally involved yourselves in belly dancing, do you think that there's particular things that belly dance can offer that other dance styles or other physical movements don't? I've been, I've been dancing for about 10 years, um, and, the, and I've danced all over the world. Like, wherever I've moved, I've tended to find my people. Um, typically belly dancers tend to be really open, really welcoming, um, a really positive, friendly female environment and very supportive. Some of my closest friends are dancers and I think that that's something that's special that we actually offer. Um, when you are getting changed into our costumes, it's, it's you know, you... <laughs> I guess you're very close and personal, like getting into yeah. physically. <laughs> yeah, like you have to get very cl close and yeah. personal. You know what I mean? Like with each other. So I mean, that's like a like I think that you're very aware of what your body can do, um, and um, it's quite sort of you quite have to be part of a sisterhood to be able to get on stage and be like, this is my body for whatever it's you know. Whatever it is, you know, yeah, like yeah, your, your, yeah. your body is your body and I think the belly dance it actually connects you to that but also connects you to yeah, some really fantastic people and I think that that's what we offer. I think there's a connection to your inner feminine as well. Sometimes we tend to lose touch with that and belly dancing brings you face to face with it. You suddenly, little movements suddenly translate to this uh, amazing ability of your body that you suddenly discover and you go wow okay I can do this and when you get into your costume you see just another side of yourself thinking I can do this and this is something I can share with other women. Yeah it's also I think really valuable being given the space to actually do that where that's valued and where you know you can just be a really supportive group of women and there's not competition or you know everyone's just there enjoying something together. Yeah. Having said that, belly dancing is probably not for everyone. So for those who can embrace it, it can bring a lot of benefits. Mm -hmm. But for some people, uh, it can be quite daunting. And um, if you, some people just don't want to face that aspect that. of things. And that's fine. There are other sort of activities they can do. To help mm -hmm. And um, how important do you think physical movement and belly dance or just physical movement is 
for mental health um, and have you seen the benefits of that movement for the people who participate in your classes? We have a range of abilities in our classes um, at the moment and I guess sometimes it's harder to tell like um, what people are getting out of it, especially if they're non-communicative. So, um, but I think I think that there is a sense that they are getting, like most of our participants are getting something out of it, um, whether it's the being with other people or whether it's the physical activity or whether it's just like a lot of people love the music I mean it's very infectious um, drum beats are amazing to make your heart race and it's hard to not move uh, so I guess that that's that's so we've our people who come from disability groups so there's a range of them um, I guess the most striking case would be this lady who doesn't have a lot of range of movements so she would sway to the music but she comes week after week and it's amazing to see the smile on her face even though she can't always follow all the instructions in class she's there with her carer she just comes and sways around where she loves wearing a coin belt and I think that just yeah. is very gratifying yeah. yeah and I guess it demonstrates that there's so many other ways of expressing and communicating mm. in that environment rather than just whatever your body may or may not be doing, you know, people can still participate. I think it's about giving it a go. Like, as Priscilla said, it's not for everyone, but I think that um, a lot of the time it's about like people's different hang-ups or what they think they can do. Um, it's about giving it, like any activity, it's like... If you've got the opportunity to give it a try, you should give it a try. Um, and then what's the worst that can happen? Soapbox is proudly supported by YWCA Canberra. Tweet us at Soapbox Podcast. Find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash soapboxpodcast or download your favourite episodes from our website, www.soapboxpodcast.com. Tagline for Dancing Goddesses is inspiring inner strength. So for both of you, um, what do you think having inner strength means or what does inner strength mean to you? And are there women in your lives um, or even celebrities or other women who um, are an example of that for you? Um, I guess for me, inner strength is the confidence to give it a go, um, to keep trying, to persevere, to try and um, think about all the different ways that I'm really, really lucky and leveraging of that. So that's what I, like inner strength means to me. I, I mean, I've got a phenomenal partner in Priscilla. Um, so I think that that really helps. So for me, inner strength means being able to tap into my own personal power, realising that there is a lot of things there that I can do if I just put my mind to it. And in a small way, belly dancing helps just in translating that into movement and into my body. And then in fact, yeah, it's kind of like the different ways that people can participate in the dance class that everybody has their own experience of, of the inner strength or that it doesn't even have to be a sort of aggressive, strong thing. No, it's just a particular experience of something. Yeah, just believing more in yourself and what you can do. Like, how many times have I had someone, like, 
in, you know, I'll inevitably go to work and I'll be jingling or something like that because I'll be going to a rehearsal and someone will be saying, why is your bag jingling? And I'll be like, oh, I'm a belly dancer. And the inevitable thing is usually, oh, that's so cool, but I could never do it. And I mean, belly dance for me, I've been doing it since I was, you know, 18. Um, and I mean, I never thought of that something as something of being strong and but it's a really powerful thing to be connected to your body and to actually understand what it does. And it's not just about what it looks like or what it, you know, the aesthetics of it. It's about like, I can do these amazing things with my body and look at how much I'm having fun with my body. And it's like owning that. And I think there's so many comments around women's bodies and what they can do and can't do and what they look like, that it's really positive to have that in your life. Yeah, I agree. And particularly in this time when, you know, a lot of us are pretty busy with our day-to-day lives and our jobs and we're rushing around and I think it's it's really good to be able to have that environment where you can just reconnect to your own body and, and yourself and whatever's going on for you. And, yeah, really so, what are some of the most important or treasured lessons, skills or experiences that belly dancing has given you? Um, I guess, so belly dancing has allowed me to connect with people across cultures. So an example of that is I spent six months in Sweden and I spoke negligible Swedish, um, but everyone spoke English. So I mean, it wasn't a huge mental leap. Um, But what it did do is rather than just playing out with all the exchange students, is I was actually able to go to a local class, improve my Swedish with quite hilarious results because um, it was a different style of dance that I was used to but also a different language of instruction but I mean I connected to those women in a way that was really familiar so I mean that's been a, that was a really really powerful experience about how so much of our communication is non-verbal um, and that like uh, even though people might not be able to communicate directly with you you can actually make yourself known and I guess that was really like a really positive experience and the second thing is I guess um, moving to Canberra a few years ago um, one of the main ways that I connected with a lot of people here was joining a dance class and I've I mean I've been to a few of the different schools in Canberra and um, really connected with my fellow dancers Um, so yeah I think that those are the two standout lessons I think for me being connected to a group of Supportive women. I think I've had the most candid conversations with the belly dance girls. I don't think I've been that honest with any other group. Just not only like Renee was saying, you you're at close proximity physically, but you just open up and are able to share a lot of very personal things, and that helps. That has helped me just grow as a person. There's, there's nothing like growing when someone's got their hand in your coin barrel or something like that. You know, you, you, have to, yeah. you, you really have to feel very comfortable yeah. very quickly with your fellow dancers. <laughs> um, and you both um, are in the process of busily organising an event. And by the time this interview comes out, um, the event will be over. But I just wanted to hear a little bit about... Um, the dancing and dinner spectacular and what you would love to achieve from that event. So um, we're, we're raising funds this time to extend our classes to Gungali, 
We have been delivering classes in Toganong in partnership with communities at work and um, the teacher has been Jeanette. We hope to continue that and Renee has volunteered to do classes in Gungali now after hours. So we're hoping that we'll reach more people north side. And also people who are working. So there'll probably be a slightly different demographic this time around. But what we're hoping um, is to provide a location that's easily accessible um, by public transport and their parking and things like that. Um, but also just to provide that activity for people who might be working um, and still be, you know, uh, really needing some sort of physical activity that might help them with um, whatever, whatever desire they uh, try and think about. And um, are there, what are the different ways that people can get involved um, more broadly in Dads and Goddesses or what are the, the um, things that you need? So at the moment the thing that we would really love to be is connected with participants. So um, community groups that have clients that they think that would be valued, valued that some kind of service like this uh, it would be fabulous to get in contact with us. We have a website a Facebook page um, and so they're most welcome to contact Priscilla or myself about that. Um, we're always open to thinking about new ways of partnering with organisations um, so we try and make that as fulfilling as possible for that organisation. Um, of course we're forward thinking in time, we're currently looking at our dinner but unfortunately you've missed out on all, all our yummy food but if you perhaps join our Facebook page um, you can be kept in the loop about any future events. More dancing and food. And More dancing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've got some fabulous dancers lined up so I'm, yeah, I am um, not looking forward to balancing the act between eating a banquet <laughs> and dancing. But that's yeah. cool. Mm. <laughs> and in showcase as well of all the different styles that we have available in Canada. Like, people don't realise that belly dancing is very diverse. It's a range of groups that cover various aspects of it. And last time when we had the fundraising, people were really impressed with the diversity. And they went, oh, okay, I didn't know belly dancing was different from one style to another like this. Mm. And um, where would you like Dancing Goddesses to be in five years or even one year? You know, do you have any um, goals or visions? And so I'm going to answer the short term. <laughs> I'm going to say that I'm hoping that we successfully pull off our pilot this year in Gungarland uh, and deliver Dancing Goddesses to the north side. Um, I think that... I'll defer to Priscilla, who is the brains of the operation, um, to think about the five-year plan. Well, there are different ways in which this can go, but, you know, sitting here five years from then, uh, ideally we'll have different groups in various locations, hopefully even interstate, we don't know, and just have a movement. Yeah, a whole dancing goddess <laughs> nationwide. Well, it's really interesting because there are um, in the states. I've had I've tried to make contact with these guys, um, but there is a, another group that does a very similar thing, uh, sort of targeted at teenage girls. So I think that there is sort of um, probably a bit of a precedent for this kind of activity as a way of improving health and mental 
well-being. Um, so, I mean, who knows? We need volunteers as well, so that would, we would need volunteers to be able to expand people with passion for the dance, passion to help. And the best way for people to get in contact is just by Facebook or your website. Yes. Great. Thank you so much for coming and speaking to me and I hope the event goes really well. I know it's going to go really well and I think it's a really great cause so I'm looking forward to hearing the developments and new directions. Thank you. Thank you. Box is proudly supported by YWCA Canberra. Tune in next week for another episode of Soapbox. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>